All right, and we're back. Um, let's let's talk about Rio Kerr. P. The main vein has been drained. Um, Udo Kerr. Uh, so dare you know, we say okay. a world's so, treasure? So um, he is German. Yeah, well, he has to be German, right? Well, he doesn't have to be German. Um, there are some actors that I feel are like great cult movie actors and like B movie actors. And Udo, is it Kerr or Kerr? I don't know. Kerr. Udo Kerr, I think, is one of them. Karen Black, I think, is one of them. John Saxon, I think, is one of them. Udo Kerr is from Germany. Um, but there are like, there are some actors, and those three I named are like the ones that came to mind immediately. Um, that just that just pop up in the wildest B movies and like cult movies. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. That was I a good meme that. I sent you, right? Like, um, I know just the guys. Any Sam Raimi film, I know just the guy. <laughs> yeah, I think um, who's um, Rockwell? Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. I think guy. Sam Rockwell's. Edward really Norton. Edward Norton. Yeah. Um, right now, I just wa- I just rewatched uh, Death to Smoochie um, the other day. I love that fucking movie. Right now, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. That girl. Oof. She's gonna be in the new uh, Edgar Wright movie. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, like, there's some there's some actors that I'm like. Th- with those actors in particular, I'm like, if, are they in the movie? All right, I'm gonna see the movie. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Udo. Yeah, Danny Trejo too. Udo Kier. Kier. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, if he's in a movie, I'm gonna see it. And there have been some that where I'm like, this movie's kind of trash, but there's fucking violence in here. That's what that's or like. like the that's the good thing about Val Kilmer. Like Val Kilmer's one of that too. Like I'm the, fucking watching the, that movie. The violence and the weirdness in here is over the top, and I'm here for it. Like I'm about it. Let's go. Yeah, Udo Kier. Did you see that thing? I, did you see that new? I, I already forgot what it's called. That new <sighs> Nick Cage movie. Even he said like this is the fucking craziest movie I've ever been in. Nick Cage is, is kind of sliding into that role too. I, I like that. I mean, even, even his fucking his fucking uh, uh, high oh, not high budget. What do you call it? What like not bad opposite of low budget, like high Willy, high Hollywood movies? Hollywood. I guess Hollywood budget movies are really good. I mean, and sometimes he just saved the movie. He just saved the movie. And his acting, The Rock, is one of my favorite movies. Fucking so. Snake Eyes. Yes, yes. I want to watch Snake Eyes. Bad Lieutenant. Protocol? Yeah, Port- uh, New Orleans one. Yeah, that one. Um, but oh, Ud- by the way, Richard Stanley, we were talking about earlier, he did, the last movie he did, Nick Cage was in. It was a, based off an H.B. Lovecraft movie. Oh, The Color? The Color of Space. space. Yes, I have that just I own that movie. It's just a weird movie. It's a, Mandy yeah. was an amazing movie. That movie, f- okay, so like Mandy... The movie Mandy felt Mandy like... Mandy made you feel like you were fucking tripping when you haven't taken any drugs. That's what I was just going to say. I felt like I was on acid. Color of Space made me feel like I was acid. <laughs> like, Color of Space is weird. Like, some of the, the growth, like, when the camera... That's how Nick Cage is. Like, you forget about everybody who else is in the movie. <laughs> like, I already forgot who everybody else that was in the movie besides him. Yeah, I don't... You know what? I don't remember anybody else in that movie right now, because... It was just so, I mean, fuck. Oh, I do remember Mandy, but not the ones in the color out of space. I remember Mandy, the Mandy character. The cult the and cult I, leader, I do. Oh, and I remember Mandy. Yeah, you remember the cult. I mean, if you haven't seen Mandy by now, come on, man. I just do, I still remember, too, like, that whole thing, like, <sighs> where 
they kidnap her and then he takes his clothes off and there's his dong, his schlongs hanging out and she the, laughs at him. That was the best ever. That's the best the, scene ever. The movie. scene where he's talking <laughs> and his face turns into her face and then it turns back into his face and goes back and forth. And I was like, did I just imagine that? Because <laughs> that seems like it didn't happen. But did you see the movie where it was like, a, it was basically, I guess it was a ripoff of Five Nights at Freddy. Yeah, um, the banana splits. No, we this is another one. This is another one. It's not oh, with Nicolas Cage. Yes, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. It was like it was. Uh, I didn't see it, but I, I read that it was a, that it was yeah based on Five Nights at Freddy's. But you told me like, well, or like you you're saying like they wanted to make a banana. Sp- well, no, they wanted to make a Five Nights at Freddy's. But what happened with that? Like, but they, then they're they like, oh. couldn't they couldn't uh, come to an agreement, or they they lost the licensing. But or what something. happened? Was where did the banana splits come into? Do you know who the banana splits are? Yeah, I know the banana splits. It's the it's the it's the guys who did uh, Fleagle Beagle, right? Or is it the same guy who did uh, Marty Bear. Freeman? No, well, Croft. Croft, see, yeah, Sid and Nan- Sid and Nancy uh, Croft, Sid and you know, something we, Croft. Fuck it, dude. We're we're all asking these questions to each other. We got <laughs> tablets in front of us. Let's look at this. I don't think it's the uh, same, right? Banana splits. Banana splits was just all Hanna Barbera, right? La 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 la. I'm going to sing this song. That's way 70s. Song. Uh, oh, it is Sid and Marty Croft. My bad. It is? Yeah, Banana okay. Splits. But I want to say that when I was a kid, my brother, my cousins and I, and my brother and sister, we all went to uh, Astroworld in R.I.P. Houston. Astroworld. And I want to say there was the Banana Splits were there. Really? The first time I went to Astroworld I, was a middle school band trip. And that was yeah. the first time I ever got on a roller coaster because I, I wanted to look like a pussy and fit all the girls. I remember we went to Astroworld when Waterworld was open. Ooh, Do you remember that? Yes, Waterworld. It was across the highway. Was it? Yeah. Because Astroworld was right off the highway. Right. On the right. On 610. Or, or, uh, well, depending on which way you came from, it was on the right, on the outside of 610. So you would come in and take a right. And, and Waterworld was on the inside. I always thought it was in the same place. I mean, it did. They were just the highway is what separated. We them. never went. It was too much to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the thing. We I remember we went to Astroworld one time, and I was like, I could see the slides and right. what was going on. I can still see the sign of Waterworld. And I was like, Mom, can we go there? Can we go? And my mom did the Mexican like, We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Like, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Like, Maybe yeah. I don't Maybe know. Maybe if you're good. Maybe if you're good. That's the one good like people. <laughs> I know people don't like George Lopez, but they're like. He's like, he always does that bit like Mexicans, uh, Hispanic people are always like, oh, you see that place? I almost got a job there. <laughs> I almost worked there. <laughs> or like famous people. Hey, I know her cousin. Yeah, I know yeah, her cousin. Yeah. Yeah. She knows who I am. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, everyone was like, mom, can we go to Waterworld? We got to go to Waterworld. And she's like, we'll see. And then we're coming out. And I was like, we're going to Waterworld? We're going to Waterworld? No, she's like, home. we didn't even bring our swimsuits. I was like, let's just go. Let's just go. She's like, we don't have our swimming trunks. No, we gotta go. These white so, people, you have to have a swim trunk. <sighs> so I never, I never went to Waterworld. I never went to Waterworld either. <sighs> Remember Water Park USA? Yeah, it used to be that was Splash Town. <laughs> I've never been there. You never went there? No. My grandma Doria took me, would take me there. She would take me there. I'm telling you, and she would sit down and sunbathe, and I would go swimming. I did. You know what I didn't that go. Was the first, didn't, that was the first first wave pool I was ever in. I didn't even the first wave pool I was in was Fiesta, Texas. Um, what? Six Are you serious? No, no, I went with you. 
you, me, and Renee and April, we went. That was the first time you ever been in a wave pool? Yeah, dude, we were poor as shit. <laughs> so were we, but we even went to Schlitterbahn. That's what I tell people. I didn't go to Schlitterbahn until I was like 25. That's what I tell people. I was like, we've been, I've been going to Schlitterbahn. I disguised it, was... it as, let me take my niece and nephews. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people, we've been going to Schlitterbahn since it was just a fucking manguera and a slow one slide. Dude, we were play, playing in the front yard with the water hose and mud. Because my cousin lived in San Marcos, so we would always meet in the middle. Him, his mom, and, him, and my cousins. We, we, my brother, my sister, and I. My grandma would be watering her plants, and we'd be like trying to give her grief, like, "Grandma, you're not gonna wet us. You're not gonna wet us." <laughs> and then she, you're like, like the, you're like the commercial with the little kid watching the t- like watching the commercial through the TV <laughs> in the little pool. <laughs> the hottest girl in Texas. Yeah, then my grandma would get pissed and like finally like splash us, and we'd run off. We like, weren't fucking rich. My mom did work. My dad was the only one that worked. Shit, you had a dad. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> all rich with your dad. <laughs> All rich with two dads. You think you're all bad or what? Uh, nah, we. Uh, I didn't go to Schlitterbahn. I, I got 25. Did your I, mother ever take you all to Toys R Us? Where would you buy your toys? She bought them at Best. Did you never bought you never bought He Man or GI Joe at Target? I'm not Target at Kmart. Target. Kmart. No, we're at Target. Remember that? Remember they used to sell GI Joe and they used to sell GI Joe at, at Dillard's. Dude, remember the Dillard's Best. downtown? Best. Remember Best? Yeah. Best used to send out books, a catalog. It's thick. Yeah, I remember that. And I used to go in there because they'd have like they'd have displays. And I remember the the displays the, on the pages. The of cashiers like, were like at the very end right, of the store with, at the conveyor belt. Right. You you best used to put out catalogs. They used to throw it out, right? But they'd have um like when you flip through the catalog and when you got to the He Man or Transformers and shit, somebody had like created like Castle Whole World, Castle Grace, yeah. On the page, set everything up with smoke and shit, and you were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and then you're like, this? "Oh yeah, we don't got that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have that. That's out of stock, sir. Um, <laughs> but there was a, there there was a weird time, not not weird, but there was a period where my mom would get off work, and she would she would come home and she'd give me two GI Joes every day. Which I was like, what the fuck? I got quick kick and dial tone. Will Whedon used to do like short stories, and he had, he did a good short story too because it was like a time. Also, where shout out dial tone, the best GI Joe ever, <laughs> and quick kick. We used to go. It's just like he's like, yeah, we would go, and then like, my mom would be like, you can just get one. So you like had to look at all these, and you had to make a decision right. like in five minutes, like in five minutes, like which one am I gonna get? <laughs> um, I remember. Oh, you know, you know what. My mom would get my He-Man at Toy Box at McCreelis. Whoa. That was before KB. Yep. At Toy Box, dude. I remember. You can still see that. It was orange and green. I remember I bought I bought uh, Hordak. You remember the villain yes. Hordak? And all his all his henchmen that was were like, like the snakes. We- that was like the, the weird Skeletor guy. And, yeah, but all his henchmen were like snakes. Yeah. Uh, I remember buying I remember buying them there. Um, my mom and Man, we were at McCreelis Mall a lot when I was a kid. I remember that. Yeah, that that's where like my both my grandparents lived in between McCreelis Mall. So we were always at Lucas Pizza, and McGo- I used to buy my caps we, at M- Montgomery Ward. We would uh, we would eat at Luby's. <clears throat> Montgomery Ward you was know, like the last. Montgomery Ward was the last old school store where you could buy clothes, you could buy a stereo, CD, you could buy ter- yeah. you could buy just like Sears, you could buy a stereo, you could buy it, you could buy a fucking. Tires for your car. What were those called? Department stores? Department stores. Department stores, okay. 
Um, I remember we'd go to Montgomery Wards. We'd go the Luby's was right go there. Go to Luby's right outside. Across from it was smart was a pizza place. Was a Sbarro's? There was Lucas. Lucas, and it and had a, Orange and Julius. Across, right across from it was Orange Julius. And they had a pet store next yes. to it. Yes. Okay. Do you remember? I was asking my brother and my, my family about this. Those things in the middle with the phones. The little no, trees. no, no. Next to Luby's, there was a like a jewelry store or something, yes. and all the like. I'm thinking back now. All of them would be at weight. All the ca- all the uh, display cases were like at waist level, and they were all glass. And you would walk in, and and the walls were like orange, seventies orange. And it was just display cases that, like, for adults, they probably came up to their waist. And you would just walk around and look down, and you could look in the display case, and it was like jewelry or, um, I think they had like transistor radios and shit. And do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. I, I can see it in my head. I could draw it for you. But the only thing I remember there mainly because this is the only thing we did was we went to Montgomery Wards, we went to Luby's, right. we went to Luca Pizza, we went to Orange Julius. In the middle, they used to have the for the little for kids, they used to have like these little trees that were plastic and they had phones that you could pick up and they would be like a little it would play you a little song. And then there was Aladdin's castle right before the movies. No, it was gold mine. It was Aladdin's castle. It was a gold mine. It was Aladdin's castle. I don't remember Aladdin's castle. I remember the. It looked like a mine, and it was gold mine. That was the one at North Star. No, this was at McCreelis. My cousin worked at McCreelis. We'd go all the time. Well, maybe that's what it was before Aladdin's castle. But it, I don't. I remember it being Aladdin's castle. And then, of course, Platters Records. Platters Records. I do remember. Got to go in there with my brother. And on the very other end was oh, another Platter. Bar. You know what? Platters Records used to, at the counter. They had a, a spinning thing that was like a foam tube uh-huh. like a not foam what do you call it um, it was like squishy mesh and it had buttons on it like buttons for yes. your jackets yes. but it was in like a plastic container and you would just spin it and you would tell them like which button you want that's where I got my thriller and that's where I got my Return of the Jedi button um, what was the store at the opposite end of Montgomery Ward? I'm thinking about that I can see it in my mind right but I want to say it was Joskies, but it wasn't Joskies. Pennies? It might have been J.C. Pennies. I think it was Pennies. Yeah. I, rem- I, can- I remember the layout of McCreelis. That's where I saw a Tombstone at the movies there. Damn, it was that. It went that long? Mm-hmm. Shit, I don't remember that. I saw Poltergeist there in. in um, um, oh, you know what? I saw and Poltergeist. There used to be a Handy Andy at the back of it. Yes, I remember that. We used to go to Handy Andy. I remember and there was, used to be a Camelot music there too. I do remember that. I remember the middle. There was a cinnamon pl- cinna- cinnamon bun place. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was cinnabon. I can't remember. Do you remember the one in North Star where where we used, used to get churros and they had the little figures? It was on the, the top. animatronics. Yes. Yeah, I remember there was a, like a dwarf or elf on like a. The old school yeah. beater. Yeah, and they were riding it like but a bicycle. But it was like riding it like a bicycle. <laughs> yes. And my dad always tells me, he goes, your grandma will always take you to, this is when, what's the one mall over there off of Ingram? Ingram Park Mall. Ingram Park Mall. She says, like, your grandma used to go there all the, because my grandma used to take me did, to the mall all the time. Did she you goes, ever go to the, the ghetto-ass Mexican mall that Henry Cisneros was created? Yeah, downtown, downtown Fiesta, Fiesta Mall. <laughs> it was never anything. That was the first place that had a. It was, uh, that's the first place that had a gummy <laughs> store where everything was gummy. My brother bought a gummy rat. I remember we went in there when I was a kid. 
My sister performed there. My 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 best friend growing up, John Michael, uh-huh. his his cousins that were older than us, they went to Jefferson. They had their talent show there, and yeah, his, they always had shit like that. Yeah, there. and his his oldest cousin sang the song from Goonies, and we were all we we were <laughs> so, good enough. So. Yeah, so so we were supposed to be. They were gonna they were gonna put they were we were supposed to be in it with a bunch of kids. Right. We like put the letters on the shirts, and at the last minute, I was like, Nah, fuck this. And my brother and John Michael did it. I think my sister was in fifth. She was in fifth grade. I was in second grade, and she was like in a choir at school. And yeah, they did a that's where everybody there. did everything. But that's all it was. And it was it was like a, it had a big center. Right. And they never they had like two stores, and they were, I just remember the gummy store. It was it was like a giant open air in the middle. Yes, I mean, and all the stores were around, kind of kind of like a plaza. Around. Yeah, and I just remember the gummy store and the store that told Chinese stars because he got a Chinese store and my mother would not buy it as a Chinese. I remember Chinese we star. went there a couple of times and I walked around the mall and I was like, "This mall sucks." <laughs> it was never <laughs> finished. It was never finished. Like, but there wasn't any store. That's that where you like, where yeah, UTSA cool. downtown is right now. That's basically That's where the mall. mall was at. For those of y'all listening, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Forget this place. Let's go to La Feria." <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That's where you buy our jeans. La Feria. La Feria, uh, uh, South Park Mall. That's where we would go. There was to be another library downtown, and I don't ever remember it. Somebody, I remember it said it had it had escalators, but the main library. Yeah, yeah, it, it's um, not the red it's one. It's by the consulate, not the insula. Oh, it was there. Yeah, I don't ever remember going there. I used we used to go there a lot. Just like when I was a kid, they're like we they're like used we used to always take you, know you to the Magic Time Machine. This like, sound I don't weird. Remember this must sound weird because no one's gonna understand it, but. I remember I would go in there and I felt like it was in New York. Like it looked like a New York type of building. Because it was glass and escalators. Yeah, and it was... um, I used to watch... You know what? I used to watch TV shows and I used to watch um, 3 to 1 Contact, um, Electric Company. And they would would show shit in New York. Uh And it looked just like it, right? And then when I went to that library, I was like, what? I mean, this is like New York. It reminds me... I don't know. Did we talk about it? Or it may have been my brother Danny. They're bringing back the. You remember they used to have the Via Via bus puppets. The puppets. They're bringing them back. I'm done with that. That's big. But I, what I didn't realize. Hey, you should post that on our page before. Yes. <laughs> before it takes off. <laughs> what I didn't realize was that John Cleese was in one of the commercials back in the day. Really? I didn't look that up. Because the guy who created them, because they were called. Buppets with a B. I just said that, Mark. Yeah. The guy who created <laughs> them, he got inspiration from seeing the Muppets with... Uh, it was with an John epi- Cleese. It was an episode of okay. the Muppets with John Cleese, and they got him to be in one of the, I, one of the I commercials. I remember a couple of years ago or they something. They used to bring those to the elementary schools. I did look up the Muppets on YouTube, and, and I found a commercial with Henry there are some, There's like hardcore commercials in there, like on YouTube with the Muppets. There, there's some San Antonio shit that I found on YouTube that I was like, oh man, just like that whole Vern for K Set Twelve, remember? Oh like yeah, before? I do remember that. I do. <laughs> I do remember that. Fuck. And there used to be just like, because I, I just watched a. Uh, people don't know this, but I like Randy Newman a lot. Right. Old Randy Newman. <laughs> he sings a lot of songs that people don't know about. But I was watching a documentary and I forgot about it. When I Love L.A. came out, San Antonio, they did a I Love S.A. Do you remember that? Jeez, no. <laughs> you don't remember that? No, look it up. YouTube it, up. it. I Love S.A. Let's get a beer. Let's pause real quick. Durango. 
<laughs> it's always going to be Durango to me. I don't give a shit about Cheetah Travis. All right, we're back. Yeah, fuck that. It's Durango Street, man. It's Durango Street. Durango. I mean, I, I get Cedar Travis, but do we have to name every fucking first street in, in the whole world? Cedar it's Travis? like um, it's like so many people do not call Valero Valero gas stations or like the Diamond Shamrock or the Stop and Go, Stop and Go, Stop and Rob. All right, so that's movies. Uh, anything else about movies? Anything else? Uh, I've been watching a lot of sports documentaries on ESPN, which I love. Thirty for Thirty. Did you see Malice in the Palace? Dude, I told you about that. It's so fucking good. Okay, I'll go look at it. It is so good because it it really one of the guys in it it fought, ruined his career, right? And I think Stephen Jackson. No, not Stephen Jackson. Meta World. No, Meta no, uh, O'Neal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I forgot Stephen Jackson was on that team. That was after he won with the Spurs. Yep. But um, Meta World Peace, I think, like it just goes to show, like with mental illness, like for too long, people are like, "I'll oh, just suck it up," and like there was something really wrong with him. And like nobody would give a shit. They're like, oh, you know, it's that whole, it's that whole machismo like sports thing. Like, like fucking get work over it. Work through it. it. Yeah, yeah, work through it. Figure it out yourself. Um, so that one I saw the about uh, when the Orlando. It's called this magic moment about when the Orlando Magic showed up with Shaquille O'Neal. That was really good. I forgot about. It. Remember those commercials with Little Penny? It was yeah. Chris Rock. That was before Chris Rock was Chris Rock. That was yep. really good. Really good. Really good. Blast from the past. That one. Then also the one about the Detroit Detroit Pistons is really good. They need Bullies. To be, they need to make fun. I mean, that's the, also one thing about the Spurs, man. Like, there's no fucking controversy with the Spurs. That's why they never made what about that's the Spurs. That's why we were called the choir boys. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> fucking trailer park. Fuck you, Shaquille O'Neal. Um, <clears throat> which other one did I saw? Oh, the one that was really, really good was about Vladi Divac and uh, Petrovic. Petrovic. Because they were, because at the time, they were, they were both from <laughs> Yugoslavia. Right. Which doesn't exist anymore. So <laughs> Vladi was Serbian, and the other guy, uh, what's his name, Petrovic, was Croatian. Um, and it, it's really, it's really sad. It's really good flashback about the whole area, right? And about and and about how they were the first to beat the USA. He like because they beat the USA. That's when they decided to let the pros play in the fucking Olympics. Speaking of the, that time period and those players, like back then in the early '90s, I had a friend in middle school. Shout out to David. David Olvera, he's still my he's still my friend on Facebook now, but he's my best friend in middle school, and like he and I, uh, we knew shit that a lot of people wouldn't pay attention to, like pop culture and shit, like the way we talk about now. He and I were doing that back then, and nobody was on the same wavelength. And just, I mean, what I'm gonna say it doesn't really correlate with that, but. Uh, he and I were just on another wave. Like we were just paying attention to shit that probably nobody else would pay attention to, and so like we would you always. Like, you were like Ferris and Cameron. Yeah, we one of the one of the things we like connected on and would laugh about a lot, which is not going to make sense to anybody, but was Saronis Marcelonis. <laughs> 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 like we'd shoot basketball, we'd play basketball, and we'd just play it and be like, "Oh shit, Saronis Marcelonis." <laughs> Well, you were saying those bloody Divac and shit. I was like, oh, Saronis Marcelonis. I mean, even some of the Spurs, like there was Yui Blub. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Frank Burkowski. Frank Burkowski. There was a uh, Detlish Shrimp. No, that was that. De- uh, he was, was he with on, us? You know, he was, it, what's like, he, this, this guy was a real tall white guy with a mullet. What the fuck was that guy's name? Uh, I know, oh, he died. But even Vinito Negro. Fuck, what was his name? 
What was that guy's name? Huge guy. Saronis Marcellonis. <laughs> Who did he play for? <laughs> Who? Who did he play for? The guy with the the guy with the mullet. I remember I had his card. What the fuck was his name? God damn it! Now I'm gonna fuck. Dude, we used to see right. Terry. We used to see Terry Cummings, Terry Cummings all the time at my blockbuster video. Our coach in high school, right? Because my my best friend John Michael played basketball. He used to always tell them his name was Coach Smith. He used to do the he used to do the scoreboard at the games. Okay. Uh, he'd be like. Terry Cummings, they're like, why does he dribble so low? Because he's so used to dribbling on the on the on the block back in the day in the hood. He had he had to scoot over <laughs> not to get shot. <laughs> what? He's dodging bullets. Uh, Dwayne Shinsis. Dwayne Shinsis. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> in middle school, we our son, one of the science teachers, she was in love with Frank Bukowski. She always had Frank Bukowski posters on her Damn, door. Calm down. Calm Senora. Now we're like, we would just shoot. Or like if someone made a good shot, we're like, damn, like a Cerrone's Marcelonis. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, we used to play like the, the people, of course, and of course in our generation, like everybody was in a Jordan. Like my best friend, yeah. that's his favorite team. Yeah, I had, and, I had posters on my wall. And there was a guy, um, like like he, everything he did, like when we play in middle school and like in the gym, like right. for gym, everything he did was like trying to be like my Jordan. And one time, <laughs> I never see my friend laugh so my best friend laugh so much. I'm like, fuck Jordan, just fucking shoot the fucking basket. We want to win. <laughs> you know what? I had you remember Nike used to do those campaigns. They were in magazines, and it was like, dude, Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson. Yeah, I was all about Bo Jackson. And Andre Agassi. I used to have all those shirts. You don't know Bo, but it was Andre Agassi too. Yes, I used to. Ha- I used to. I used to rip them out of magazines and put them on my wall. That was like the heyday of sports just people being rock stars. And there was a cartoon of Jordan and Wayne Gretzky. I don't remember that. Shit. I just remember the wrestling. I just remember WWF's uh, cartoon. Wayne Gretzky cartoon. I just watched Space Jam for the first time. The first one. I've never seen it. It's horrible. I mean, I I didn't think it was. It's basically a a Michael Jordan vehicle. Okay. But fucking, you know who's in it? Muggsy Bogues is in it. (laughs) 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 And and (laughs) Charles. And fucking Patrick Ewan's in it. Pro Stars. That's what it was called. Pro Cartoon. Stars? Pro Stars. I'm going to tell my friend to see if he remembers that. Excuse me. Wayne Gretzky is, is, Wayne Gretzky is the Michael let me, Jordan. Let me see who the characters were. Hockey. Um, hold up. Let me see. I don't remember that at all. Pro Stars is a cartoon show. This, it ran in 1991. It was three famous and popular professional athletes from the 90s. What was that even on? It was on NBC. And it was characters Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Bo Jackson. I used to watch that. The 30 for 30 on Bo Jackson is really, really good, too. I check that out. I'm, man, I remember I used to love Bo Jackson. You don't know Bo. And then even the fucking, even with the Spike, that's how I knew, that's how I found out who Spike Lee was. I was like, who is this guy? And then uh, that's um, like still to this day one of my favorite movies because I used to play trumpet in middle school and right. high school is Mo Bear Blues. I fucking love that movie. I knew I knew Spike Lee because of I like that song "Doing the Buck." He directed that. No, it's from it's from um, School Days. It's from School Days. School Days is a good movie. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's from School Days. Yes, I was talking to somebody, someone, an older girl, an older girl, an older lady at work that we talk about music. She was like, "Doing the Buck." I was like, "Yeah, it's School Days." Like you never want to get. You never want to get like suspended at school and on that segue. Mr. Kirk, Dexter's in school. 
I'm afraid he's not, Mrs. Fishbowl. Dexter's truancy problem is way out of hand. The Baltimore County School Board have decided to expel Dexter from the entire public school system. Oh, Mr. Kirk, I'm enough to finish you to learn Dexter's truancy, but surely expulsion is not the answer. I'm afraid expulsion is the only answer. It's the opinion of the entire staff that Dexter is criminally insane. Same, same. So, so segue music time. So this is twenty. Is it the twentieth anniversary? Yeah. Fuck. How old are we, man? That was two thousand and one. You turned me on to that record, and it's because that's that's. If you don't know, I was twenty three. Two thousand one. I was twenty four. You know what? I I'm trying to remember why I list. I think I listened to that album because I, I we were I was reading so many UK magazines. And everybody was talking about that, which is so. Who we're talking about which is, is weird because they're from Australia. Yeah, it's this group called the Avalanches, um, which is like it, I think it's the peak of sample music. So yeah, the Avalanches that their first album, which is called "Since I Left You," is amazing. It's a masterpiece to hear so many samples of music and movies like mashed together and pasted together to make like some brand new songs and um i mean you, you, it's cool to hear something and then you hear something and you're like is that is that madonna or is that divine from we're not gonna we're not gonna say where it's from because this is gonna be see who listens or not okay okay we're gonna if you can tell us who that's from then when we see the sample you, i played yeah, if you can tell us what that sample is from on front, we'll tell you the name of the song. It's Frontier Psychiatrist. If you can tell us where they, what movie they got that from, then when we see you, the next drink is on us. Yes. Um, the. But the, I will that, say that album is just like so many different styles of like disco, house. Dance music, like electronic music from back then. If you know it, you probably know it as Since I Left You. Right. Um, but Frontier Psychiatrist is how you showed me. I was like, this is the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, that sample in particular, I recognize that sample. I, back then, me back then, I already knew what that sample was. I knew where it was from, and I was like... And the video is bonkers. Who's, who's, who would think to use that sample? Um, so yeah, it was the Avalanches are they were a four piece from of DJs from um, Australia, and the video to Since I Left You too is like, still amazing too. And um, now they're a two piece. God, I miss videos. And because of the sampling shit that has like arisen since then. So the reason I want to bring this up is because you you got the twentieth anniversary. I have I have the first. I think it's. It, it was never, I have the version, the first version they put on vinyl, on blue vinyl, that was never released on vinyl. Okay. Do you have that one? I have the first album. I mean, the original album. Okay. So, but then now you have the 20th anniversary right. album. And it sounds, to me, when you show me that, mm -hmm. it's different. It is different. It's slicked up to me. It's almost like they re- you know how sometimes like artists like re-record shit, right? It, that's I, what maybe it that was like some sample me. clearance issues. Because on since I left you, I had to pull my fucking record out. Like let me pull my let me turn my fucking record on because I don't have it on CD. And there are some things missing on that one. 
Like there's a lady singing at the very beginning, and it's not on that one. And they took, and it's like they switched everything to on streaming platforms. Like they switched it all to this version now. There was a girl on there before. There was. I have to, to go back lady. and listen to the original because I have the original. If you go on YouTube, you'll hear it. Okay. There's a lady. Look, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna play for you because there's a lady on there. You can hear her. But that's, a, but that's, but that's the devil of it. That's why, that's why after all these years, De La Soul is not on streaming. They're coming. I don't know. They hate Tommy Boy. No, they got their stuff back. Oh, they did. Yeah. How did they do that? A comp- I think a company bought Tommy Boy called River Ooh, something. Ultimate. And um. They were like, "Yeah, it's coming, dude. November, we got everything. We got everything squared away, and they're like, we're getting money." I want you to hear. Like, you're gonna hear the lady singing. Hold on. Since I left Drew. This is from YouTube. Wait, listen. Frontier Psychiatrist. <laughs> I'm thinking of Frontier Psychiatrist. Okay. Since I left Drew. But those guys, too. No, but this one is different, too. Like, those guys, the guy, you can hear the guy a lot more on this version. Yeah, um, the the 20th anniversary edition that I bought. Um, I bought it for the, because MF Doom's on the remixes. What, what. Um, it sounds a little flat. Video. Like even this, like even some of the background music is different. What did you just play it off earlier? 20th anniversary. You can already hear this is different. It's not sped up. Alright, it's because I'm drunk. I'm telling you, there's a version <laughs> where there's a there's another there's another woman's voice in that one one thing. Okay. What does that mean? You're a nut. You're crazy in the coconut. I'm gonna kill you. Um, 
Oh god, I fucking hope we can we're gonna be able to see Dinosaur Jr. Yes. I just really, really hope. Like, so I was, like I was asking one of the girls in our book club is in Austin. She's like, she's like, really and truly, like the only thing right now that's still on is is the Austin city limits, and that's only if you fucking have. Well, that's it is at Austin city. No, limits. like the actual Austin city limits oh. music festival. Well, I mean, the the paper tiger here is doing. You have to show proof of. Of identification. Idols <laughs> of, uh, vaccine. That's what I'm saying. Like I hope we can see Dinosaur Jr. And then we also have so tickets for idols. If y'all are trying to like see us in the wild. In the wild. See us at AC is it Waller Creek? I think it's Waller Creek Amphitheater. Oh, okay, okay. We're gonna be at Dinosaur Jr. September twenty third. In Austin. And we're gonna be at Idols in San Antonio. So catch us. That's catch October. Us. What is that? October what? Twenty third? Is that Fuck what I said? Man, I don't know. That's gonna be a n- that's gonna be a gnarly show. Gnarls Barkley, gnarly Barkley. I don't know. I'm drunk. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I just want to go to a show, a good show, a good show. Not like uh, not like fucking Imagine Dragons or something. All these, I mean, already all these bands are canceling. Like Spoon, uh, like Nine Inch Nails. Stupid nin. Um, what else? What else did I write down? Mm-hmm. I found the so new. Oh, I saw a really good documentary on PBS about Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Day. He was Jewish. He was part of the Church of Satan. You know how he lost his eye? No. He was in Las Vegas, driving home from Las Vegas after a show, because back then they still, they could... Where wherever they were playing, they couldn't stay there. So he was already famous. He was already famous, but the, it was still in a time where, even though he was singing and playing at all these casinos, he couldn't stay there. Right. So he was driving home, and these old little old ladies were backing out of their driveway, and they backed out in front of him. Mm-hmm. And he got out of the way and pulled. And when he stopped and hit, his face hit oh, fuck. the steering wheel, and it popped his eyeball out. <laughs> the fuck, and this is on the this is on the on the Frank Sinatra um, documentary as well. Like it probably could have been saved, but they had to fucking drive him around until they finally found a hospital that would take him in because he was black. <sighs> See, you know what? Fuck that time period. Um, it I was mean, really good. It, it was a really good documentary. It talked about him. He another thing I never knew. Was that his father from th- from the day he knew? Because he was he was a child actor, he was okay. a child star. What's that? Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and Anton Zander Levey from the Church of Satan. It's blank. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, I was like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, but I said it confidently. Right? <laughs> That's a good picture. Um, we'll put that on the fucking. Post. We'll put that on the podcast. Church of Satan um, shit. He never went to school. He was always a performer. His father ah. never let him went to school. Never, he never. Neither, no school. Not once did he ever step foot in a school. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Even for a black child, uh, in those times, he never, not once in his entire life, went to school. Kidding? That's like that's mind-boggling to me. <laughs> he went to the Church of Satan school. Um, 
That was a really good documentary. It's called I Gotta Be Me. That's one of the first songs. Like my dad, my, my dad would make his mixtapes for me and my brother with all the funny songs, all Weird Al and like Grace Stevens, <laughs> Weird Al, Dr. and uh, and uh, fucking uh, Harry Nielsen, Doctor Demento. Oh, okay. I finally saw Bing. Mom and Dad. Did you ever see that? Mom and Dad. What's that? Um, it's with Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair, and it's like a. Uh, Harry Nielsen remind you of that? Huh? What made you remind? What I was just remembering you? movies that I saw, um, and it's like a, a signal. <sighs> I can't remember if it's a signal buried like in TV programming or something, but it causes parents to kind of lose it, and they have to kill their their children. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's there's some like. Well, this is a while back. It's Selma Blair, right? Like she can't. Uh, let's see. This is. Uh, 2017. Did you watch that documentary on someone better? Uh, not yet. I'm a little. Uh, I don't want to discuss that right now. Okay, but, that's fine. Um, I will watch it, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm trying to see what else I saw. Harry Nielsen, Coconut. If you've heard the song, if you, if that's the only song you know. Look up Harry Nielsen. He wrote one. If you heard, if you know who Three Dog Night is, if you're Spy old as us. You sing. One is the Oh, that filter song? <laughs> they sang that song? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Uh, I think it was for the, the X-Files movie, maybe. <laughs> it was for a movie. I remember that. Oh, filter, how far are you falling? Um, dude, that, okay, that's one of my favorite Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episodes when um, Uncle Phil's um, partner asks Carlton to drive his car to some beach or something to meet him somewhere. Mm -hmm. And they end, him and Will go and they end up getting pulled over because they're black and they end up getting thrown in jail. Uh -huh. And while they're in jail, there's this like weird white guy and he's like, one is the loneliest number. <laughs> and they're just like freaking out on him and then he just starts saying, clap your hands, stomp your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Come join the Jubilee. <laughs> I, was just in, I was just in love with Hillary. Yes. Which was really weird because she was in love with that old white weather. Trevor. Man, right? <laughs> <laughs> that died. <laughs> How did he die? He was uh, doing a bungee jumping <laughs> or something on live TV. And then Will, Will Smith was like, um... <laughs> I don't think he's supposed to be slamming into the cement like that. <laughs> I just promise you, I'll never go bungee jumping in Mexico. Uh, they just don't have the regulations. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to a water park in Mexico. It's, it's like all concrete. I was like, this doesn't look safe. Uh, okay. So what have I seen? I saw the Family Fang. Did you see that? The Family Fang, no. It's with... Um, so it's directed by Jason Bateman. It's Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman and Nicole Kidman, who are a brother and sister, and they're grown up now. But when they were young, their mom and dad, and their dad is Christopher Walken. The mom, I don't really know, recognize her, but they were like a performance artist group. When did that movie come out? Twenty uh, fifteen. So they were they would do performance art, <coughs> like where um, let me give you an example. So one time uh, they made, as children, Jason Bateman and Nicole Kidman's character, they were like in a park. 
and they were like playing um, guitar and something and just trying to do like a sing a singer songwriter type thing. <laughs> and um, there's people watching them and Christopher Walken and his wife are there and they're like, people are clapping like, that was so good. And then they're like, that was shit. Who says that? Their mom and dad. <laughs> and they're like, that was bullshit. <laughs> like the dad saying that and the mom's like, I agree with you, that was fucking shit. And, and people are like, what their children and blah 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 and they're like no fuck that dude that was bullshit this that's fucking amateur hour <coughs> that's the type of performance art that they would do and like they were known for that uh nationwide. so it was performance art yeah they were known for that uh nationwide like that's that was their claim to fame but then their their son and daughter end up becoming i think the daughter's an actress i can't remember what jason bateman was what he does as an adult but um, something goes wrong where they have to go back home and they're trying to check on their parents, but their parents are still trying to do performance art and they're like, no, no, we're not. And it's it's not performance art like, you know, um, like uh, Maria Abramovich. Yeah. Or it's, it's more like... Standing there watching her be naked. Yeah, it's more like um, create a scenario, get a reaction type thing. Like Andy Kaufman. Like they... So... One of the ones that they do when they're adults is they they're like um, they tell Nicole Kidman like we need you to we need you to take hand out these coupons on the boardwalk and it's for free chicken sandwiches. <laughs> this is a movie. Yeah, and they're like everybody uh, you know people are gonna go to the store and ask for free chicken sandwiches and they're gonna freak the fuck out because they don't give away free chicken sandwiches. <laughs> so Nicole Kidman and Jason Bateman are like Who no. Who directed this movie? Jason Bateman. They're like, I don't, I don't want to. Was do it that. written by anybody, or he like came up with it? I don't know. Let me see. What is it called? The Family Fang. God damn it! I need to watch this movie right now. Um, so they, they like, they try and get them to perform part of this performance art, and they're like, no, we're not going to do it. So they go with them just to go to the performance, and like Nicole Kidman and Jason Bateman are just sitting at a table, and uh, Christopher Walken's handing out all the free. It's a novel. Okay, well they're handing out the free chicken sandwich coupons, and it's it's like. Our time. Yeah, that's it. So um, <laughs> Christopher Walken hands out the coupons, and people are going to this stand, and they're like, I have a coupon for a free chicken sandwich, and the lady at the register is just like, okay. <laughs> no, she's just like, okay, and gives him a free chicken sandwich, and Christopher Walken standing up from afar like, what the fuck? Somebody else comes abort, up like, abort. he's like, I have a free chicken sandwich coupon, and they're like, okay. And they gave him another free chicken sandwich. <laughs> so it's an actual restaurant. So it's it's work. It's not working the way they wanted it to work. Right. So like they Christopher Walken they wanted, goes they were up. They're expecting people to be like, "What are you talking?" Yeah, about? Yeah, he goes up. He's like, "Can I speak to your manager?" And the manager comes out and he's like, "People are giving these tickets, and you're just giving out free chicken sandwiches." And he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, sorry about that. You know what? You know you want what kind of a you want a chicken sandwich? I'll get you. I'll get you one." And he's like, <laughs> "No, these are not real." Yeah, that's it. I want to buy this book. He's like, no, it's not real. And he's like, uh, I'm sorry, sir. Did you not want the free chicken sandwich? <laughs> it's like, it's it's just like them trying to be normal human beings, but their parents are still in that fucking performance art world. <laughs> Let me see what the book description is. But Jason Bateman directed it. The so. Family Fang is a comedy, a tragedy, and a tour de force examination of what it means to make art and survive your family. The best single word description would be brilliant. A funny, poignant, poignant laugh 
and cry out loud sometimes at the same time novel about the art of surviving a masterpiece of dysfunction. Meet the Family Fang, an unforgettable collection of de demanding, brilliant, and absolutely enduring oddballs who live, whose lives are risky and mischievous performance art. Base, basis for the major motion picture starring Nicole Kidman, Jason Bateman, and Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Catherine Hahn's in it. Catherine Hahn oh, is their mom. Is their mom as a young when they were kids? Catherine Hahn Appreciation Society. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, let me see. I saw that. What else did I see? What else I see? Um, I saw Swallow. I thought I thought that would be better, but it was kind of bleh. Who is that with? No one that I know. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking me. My brother sent me. Disability fund. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, I can't. I, I can't. Swallow is about this lady and her husband, <laughs> and uh, she just gets satisfaction from swallowing shit. Like she likes the feel of it in her mouth, and she has to swallow it. And she's swallowing like some fucked up shit. And she's pregnant, so she has to always go to like examinations, and they end up finding shit. <laughs> Excuse me. I was, I've been moving this month, so I haven't really watched okay. too much. You know what I did see? that I did not remember. I remember when it came out, but I never saw it. What Shakes the Clown? Did oh you see that? Oh, my God, yes. With Bob Kekulis. <laughs> Dude, there's some like... I don't think I've seen that movie since it came out. Okay, I was like... I was watching it, and I was I like... you are going to say Hot to Trot. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I was watching it, and I was like... There's no way that movie um, can be made now. Yeah, there's no way that movie could be made now. <laughs> but I was watching it and I was like, so are these clowns just like hanging out together? And then I was like, oh wait, this is like a city of clowns? Like, what the fuck is this? And then Adam Sandler shows up as a clown. Clown town. Yeah, I was like, there's no way this Where did movie you could see be made. that at? Was, TV's been showing some crazy shit. What channel was that on? Like Stars. And then I saw Mona Lisa, which I really loved. Mona Lisa. I really loved that movie. Mona that was really Lisa. good. I fucking love that movie. That and... Uh, I'm so in love with that hooker. I forgot what her name is. But Robbie, uh, that's one of that's one of uh, Bob Hoskins' best movies. Um, and Robbie Coltrane's in there, too. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Robbie Coltrane. Hagrid. Um, that's Neil Jordan. Um, I'm so in love with that lady. That hooker. Criterion, Criterion put that's one of the first DVDs they put out. I that, um, I just want to I just want to like sit down with her and have lunch and talk with her. It's just that's just a great movie because it's just a, a bit it's just a juxtaposition of those two different type of people. It, him and uh, it it seems very much of I mean I don't I don't know what England's like but if you've never heard about this movie it, it, it Bob Hopkins he he just gets out of jail right. And he goes back to work for his bosses, which is Michael Caine and Michael Caine. Um, <laughs> and um, he basically is, he drives around this high class prostitute. Yeah. And he winds up falling in love with her. And she's mixed race. So there, there is uh, some conversation about her being black. 
Um, and he's very he's he's a in this movie he's a very brutish. I guess the word is cockney. Yeah, he's very um, cockney, low like cockney working class British person. It's it's also like he's he's trying to, he's chill with the idea of her being a call girl, but he's very open about it, and she's not. Like, um, I mean, she's aware she's a call girl. She's doing it for a particular reason. Right. And he and doesn't he's, understand. He's just that. like, oh, yeah, you're, you sell your fucking right. vagina. And, I mean, that's not a line from there. And, but. He, and he, he doesn't And she's just like, exactly oh, you fucking crass bastard. Yeah. And uh, that that's the type of conversation that I liked that they were having. I was like, oh, wow. That's yeah, because he's not, he's not a very polished guy. He doesn't movie. doctor it up or try and sugarcoat it. And I guess she's trying to class it up or like... Right, because he's, like I said... Because she's dealing with like she's, higher profile... She's a higher close... She's, she's a little bit more sophisticated. Right, she's dealing with some higher profile clients. Very high profile. There's one time she he sits outside in front of Castle. Right. He's sitting outside of Castle. Like the butler brings him out food because he's waiting for... Because <laughs> the client right. sent out food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, that was a good movie, man. That and uh, the, long, the Long Good Friday. Fuck, I love that movie with Helen Mirren in it. Um, and uh, with a young that that was uh, Pierce Brosnan's first movie. It's on Criterion. If you, okay. I'm telling you, if you don't subscribe to Criterion, if you're gonna subscribe to anything, subscribe to the Criterion Channel. Right now, oh, that's another thing. Right now, they have uh, neo noir on there. They got Cotton Comes to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Cotton Cotton Comes to Harlem. Uh, there's another one with the. It's the guy. Um, it's the guy from uh, Alien. The one Lance Hendrickson? No, 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 no. Michael Bean? No, no, no. The black guy. Black guy. Oh, Yafik Koto? Yes. And he plays, in, in, it's got Anthony Quinn in it. And, oh, damn. When you see that? And, I love Anthony, Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn is a fucking racist. Like, it, in this one, that guy, the guy from Alien is basically one of the first um, black detectives. And Anthony oh, Quinn yeah. is just a fucking racist. It's so good. It's like, it's got called, like, it's called, like, Across 114th Street. Uh, but that's on there. They have um, Night Moves, Gene Hackman. Ooh, if you ever wanted to know what my dad Willie looks like, my dad Willie looks like Gene Hackman. <laughs> you ever want to know my, my brother's favorite actor? Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Oh, did you see that old picture of him that came out? Uh, oh, yeah, because now because he retired. Like, what is he, like 93 now? Yeah, but I mean, I, was, I just want to know if he was cool. I fucking love Gene Hackman. Um, it was cool to see that. Bat 21. We still need to have your brother on here. Oh, yeah. Because you made a comment to me one, at one point where you said your brother say stated, and I quote, that Tom Cruise has been in every great movie ever that made. That was a while back. <laughs> that was before The Mummy. <laughs> Way before The Mummy. But yeah, um, uh, he used to he used to love Tom Cruise. Now he now he's more the Gene Hackman fan. Bye bye Doyle. Bye bye Doyle. Uh, I mean Hoosiers. I mean, come on, Bat Twenty One. That's a good movie too. If you ever seen Dude, that one, um, let's see here. Royal Tenenbaums. Yes, let's kick rocks. Let's tear ass. Uh, Cotton comes to Harlan. Across a hundred and tenth street is the one with Anthony Quinn. Okay. Uh, the Long Goodbye, which is a Robert Altman movie, which is also a fucking Red, uh, Raymond Chandler movie, but it's got um, what's his name? It's got uh, uh, Elliot Gould. As Ooh. Philip Marlowe, such a fucking good movie. Uh, of course, they have, on the, and it goes into Chinatown. 
Night Moves is really good. Night Moves has a very young Melanie Griffith. Is that with Jeff Goldblum? No. Oh, okay. Night Moves has Gene Hackman and a very, very super young Melanie Griffith where like it's borderline it's borderline like I'm I don't think she's old enough to show her boobs, but she does. Okay. Um Farewell My Lovely is which is another fucking um uh it's Robert Mitchum. The Killing of a Chinese Bookie. Uh, one of, uh, oh, okay. One of um, uh, what's his name? Cassavetti's best movies, Chinatown, Chinatown. Come on, man. Uh, Body Heat, Blowout. That's a that's a fucking uh, Brian De Palma. It's one of his greats. Cassavetti's. Uh, Blood Simple. Yeah. Manhunter, and Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa's in there too. That my jam. Homicide. Uh, David Mamet. Brick. Brick, I believe, is one of the most... If you haven't seen... Have you seen Brick? No, I was told my cousin loves that movie, and he told me I need to have... I need to watch it with... Um, I fucking subtitles. love that movie. I fucking love that movie because they're teenagers. It's Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Emile DeRaven, who plays the pregnant girl in Lost. I've never seen Lost. Well, two, that's probably two, the only two oh, things she's been in. But uh, it's basically a neo-noir movie set in early I mean, I've heard, I've heard good things about Brick. I fucking it. love it. It's, it's uh, Rain Wilson's first movie. Oh, Rain Wilson. Ryan okay. is his name. I'm sorry. It's, but it spells it R-I-A-N. He filmed it at the high school that he went to in San Clemente, California. Okay. And yes, like... Have you seen... They speak in like old Dashiell Hammett, Raymond Chandler's like speak like... You know, they, where they call, they call the the school administration bulls, like for cops. It's very what? yes. I'm telling you, like if if you've never, if you don't know anything about old, like Raymond Chandler esque hard boiled detective I novels, guess you, you I don't. You're, you're gonna be like, what the fuck are these kids talking about? Because they're all kids okay. in high school. Okay, I. No, my, my cousin my cousin loves that movie, but he was like, you need to watch it with subtitles. And I was like, okay. I don't know what that means. Even with subtitles, like you need to know what they're talking about. Okay. What's your take on Cassavetes? <laughs> Misogynist. <laughs> Genius. You know that song? Uh-uh. It's about the Tigra. The Tigra. Jesus, that's a name I've heard a long time. Why don't you bring up a Yola Tango while we're at it? Yola Tango. Notice I said it is anglicized. Yola Tango. <laughs> Let me see. Oh. This, this is it. I'll just do this real quick before we end. La Tigra, which is Kathleen Hanna from Bikini Kill. After Bikini Kill, she formed La When Tigra. I think of La Tigra, I think of the shirts of La Tigra with the little tigers. Um, but they had a song called What's Your Take on Cassavetes, which is on John Cassavetes. Let me see. Watch Killing the Chinese Bookie. Oh, fucking YouTube. Hold up a second. Watch women. Watch. Uh... We've talked about it in letters. <laughs> We've talked about it on the phone. But how you really feel about it. I don't. Here we go. 
<laughs> what year did that song come out? <laughs> that was on their first album. Women under the influence. That's all. Misogynist. One women under the influence. Uh, but yeah, Kathleen Hanna's pretty cool. Columbo's in a lot of. That's one of the. That's where uh, Seymour Cassell's got to start too. R.I.P. Seymour Cassell. I know Seymour Cassell. Rushmore. You seen Rushmore, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he plays Max Fisher's dad. That's Seymour Cassell. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And he plays the billman in in uh, Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, but uh, good episode. Yeah, a lot of memories, a lot of movies. We got political, we got artsy, we got dumb. Love it. We'll be back for more next month. Either way, stay safe. Stay safe. Do your part. Be believe in science. Play please. your play your part. Even if it's just for the rest of this year, believe in science. True. True, true, true. And like I always say, nobody said you're gonna have to wear your mask for the rest of your life. Like I always say, never rub another man's rhubarb. But if you don't wear your mask <laughs> right now, you may wind up wearing the mask for the rest of your life. <laughs> And nobody die. We don't want anybody to die. Nobody die. Friends, family, of all of y'all. We love you. We're drunk. We're going to watch Blood for Dracula right now. Blood for Dracula. I need me some some hairy European titties right now. (laughs) Word. (laughs) All right. Night, guys. Night.